As you look back on this past year, on 2022, are there any defining moments? And if you take the time now to really think about it, what did you learn? And what did you learn about yourself? Well, in this episode, I'm going to be doing exactly that. I'm going to be sharing with you a defining moment of 2022 and eight lessons that I've learned. I would say they're probably life lessons and they really shape and inform how I handle more challenging situations. So if you're ready to take a look back at your own year and think about, really reflect on what you are becoming and how you want to move forward, well, let's get started. Welcome to the Happy and Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lang, and this podcast is dedicated to my fellow women in STEM. After working in high tech for 10 years, in 2004, I became the proud owner of Pacific Heights Health Club in San Francisco, where I worked with thousands of clients over the span of 15 years to help them reach their health and fitness goals. Now I'm sharing what I've learned about what works as well as what doesn't work when it comes to making healthy habits stick. So if you wanna find out what it takes to achieve lasting weight loss, to create deep health and feel empowered to live the life you want. You're in the right place. Episode number 153. Well, hi there, Amy here. Thank you so much for joining me today. As we are now coming up on the end of 2022, I was thinking about creating an episode that really focused on the lessons from 2022. And well, in the book, Self Matters by Dr. Phil McGraw, he talks about tracing who you've become in this life by looking at the 10 defining moments the seven critical choices, and the five pivotal people. And instead of looking at my whole life, I thought it would be interesting to look at the defining moments of 2022. And actually, I wanted to boil it down even further to the defining moment of 2022. And I think, for me, that was when my mom and dad moved from Michigan, where they lived for 50-some years, to a condo about 63 steps from my door to their door. And that happened in the middle of March of this past year. So I wanted to share with you the eight lessons from 2022 
that stem from their move. And I thought how it really translates to life lessons in this one moment. All right. So the very first lesson I got from their move was the importance of clarity about what it is that you want. So as my parents were trying to figure out what they were going to do, since my brother was moving from Michigan to Dallas, where in Michigan, my parents lived literally next door to my brother. And as they've gotten older, it's become really important to have one of their kids nearby to help out, right? So in emergencies with health concerns and things like that. And so part of their decision in moving was really about timing. It had to do with, well, they live in a huge house, so needing to pack up everything, figuring out where they were going to live. And as this was happening, as the plans were, were unfolding, I started looking around where I live to see what might be an option for them. So I was keeping my eye out. I was searching online. And literally, I go for a walk every day around my building complex. And I was looking at the different units and thinking about how it would be really nice for my folks to live nearby. We were looking at condos in the next city over that had a really good water view that were in kind of like a senior living community. I, I, I was exploring all, all different kinds of things. And I remember one day as I was walking by this one unit that had a great view of the bay and it was on the first floor. It was really near mine. So it was in the same building. And as it turns out, one of the parking spaces that's um, assigned to this particular unit, the woman who actually lived there was walking by my front door one day. And I, for some reason, we got into conversation. I can't even remember why she stopped, but we started chatting and it turned out that she was renting that particular unit and she was thinking about moving. And I think she must have spotted me checking out the unit. Maybe we made eye contact one day when I was walking by. And I shared with her that the reason I had been looking at, maybe that's what it was, the reason I had been looking in her window <laughs> at that unit was because I was thinking about how perfect it would be for my parents. And as it turns out, she was actually planning to move. She wanted to move to a different part of town to be closer to her friends. And so I think about, you know, some people talk about it as manifestation. I don't know if that's actually the case, but I do remember thinking about how perfect it would be. 
So it was about being clear on what I wanted. And really that leads right into lesson number two, the importance of relationships. Because it was through that friendship with Nancy that we were able to rent that specific condo. And really, for my parents, it's ideal. It's got an attached garage, so when it's raining, they don't have to be outside. Uh, It's actually one of the very few units in my complex that has an attached garage. So anyways, that all worked out. When I think about the importance of relationships from Nancy to literally my mom and dad being a unit and dad being able to take care of mom who now has Alzheimer's and really wouldn't be able to live on her own. She needs someone to to make sure. I I jokingly call it like supervising mom because um, she really, in terms of the progression of this disease, clearly her memory has been affected as well as her cognitive problem-solving skills, right? So it's affected her decision-making there and her ability to solve problems. To having my brother, who is in Michigan as well as in Dallas, who's helping out, and my sister, who's nearby, who, you know, when my parents are living here, they're currently in Dallas living with my brother and his family. But when they're here, my sister and I make a point of taking at least one day and showing them around California and the Bay Area. And really just even when it comes to like medical or health concerns, my sister's nearby to help with doctor's appointments and I'm around to take my mom out for walks, things like that. And then there's the support of Matt. So, you know, we take him out for dinner and then I've got my friend Colleen, who also has aging parents, and we're able to talk about that. And actually, this past year, my parents actually got to meet Matt's parents. So again, it's that sense of not being on their own and actually meeting more people that are about their age. Even my parents started attending this church here in the Bay Area, And I guess on their first visit, this particular church makes a point of um, announcing, and I think they do it by putting the names up on screen of first-time visitors to the church. And earlier this year, when that happened, the sister of one of my mom's classmates from junior high back in Taiwan, recognized my mom's name. My mom grew up in a really small village in Taiwan. So this younger sister of my mom's classmate recognized my mom's name, and they literally got to reunite after, what, like 70 years, something like that? Amazing. So... First thing was clarity about what you want. Second thing was about the importance of relationships. And then I mentioned this earlier. I think the third thing that I learned is just how important it is to be present. 
So when I look at what's going on with my mom and the Alzheimer's that's ravaging her brain, my mom is really able to still enjoy her life. Like she knows who she is and she's enjoying the view from her condo and the people around her. And for me, instead of dwelling on how much this disease has taken from her or worrying about what's going to happen going forward. I mean, I still obviously want to educate myself on what that is going to look like. But what she teaches me every day is just to be present, to enjoy who she is and what she's able to do today and to accept that. And for all of us, I think the ability to be present, because that's really, you know, the only control we have is over today. If we're going to find joy, it's going to be in that moment today. So she reminds me every day and she teaches me every day about how important it is to be present. Okay. Number four is how important it is to continue to cultivate self-efficacy. So one's belief that you're able to achieve what it is that you set out to do, that you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And so literally for my parents right now, it's about their ability to live independently. My dad still wants, still drives from the condo to whatever restaurant or grocery store or Costco to fill up gas, whatever that is. I think it's really important to continue to support that. One, because honestly, I mean, if I literally had to take care of my parents, if they were living with me, it'd be a very different experience than having, you know, spending evenings going out to dinner with them. So when I say self-efficacy, if you have aging parents and you want them to continue to be able to live independently. I think it's really important to support whatever you can in their ability to do what they want to do. So this lesson around cultivating self-efficacy so they can live independently really feeds into the fifth lesson, which is about prioritizing health. And so earlier this year, I got an aura ring so that I could track my sleep. And this really stemmed from the more I learned about Alzheimer's and the different lifestyle factors that affect our chances of developing Alzheimer's, sleep became one of the big priorities for me, right? And then in terms of brain health, one of the things that really came up was the importance of continuing to learn. And I know from my personal training experience that movement combined with the development of new skills actually helps to foster new brain connections. So when you look at child development, learning comes from movement. So 
as adults, the same thing is happening. So prioritizing health for me became about making sure that I was getting plenty of sleep. So seven to nine hours, which I've been saying for a long time, but I think it really helped me not just prioritize it, but I wanted to really understand what was going on with my sleep. And then really looking at other ways that I could take care of my brain health. All right. And then if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that both my mom and dad, my mom triggers a lot of body image issues. And my dad actually does too, probably even more. (laughs) And this really leads me into gratitude. That's the next, the sixth lesson I got. That's the, that's another lesson that I got from having my parents move here is really the opportunity to work through a lot of my issues because my parents, there's no way at this point that I'm anticipating any changes from them. (laughs) At least there's no need from their perspective to change. So I'm not expecting that. If I want any kind of change in my relationship with them, it's got to come from me. And so really having them close by has given me the opportunity to see them as an adult, to apply all that I have learned and to really be able to approach it from a a maturity level that I didn't have when I was in my 20s and my 30s or even my 40s, where really when I moved away from Michigan, I would say that part of the reason I moved all the way to San Francisco was because I wanted to get as far away from my dad as I possibly could while still remaining on the on the continental U.S., okay? So really their move here has given me the opportunity to work through a lot of my issues that I still had, where I still found my dad to be incredibly triggering. And a lot of that that energy that was tied up in it, the emotion that got tied up in it, has actually dissipated, has kind of dissolved, if you will, okay? So, which leads me to the next lesson, which is all about developing empathy. Because it's through empathy that I was able to actually work through the issues. And when I say empathy, I'm talking about really understanding like learning about my dad's life experience and understanding how he sees the world and then being able to use my cognitive empathy skills to see it objectively. And it's through both of those that I was able to really find peace and not be triggered, okay? And then the last lesson that I want to share with you from their move is how important it is to detach from the outcome. So I remember back 
earlier this year when my dad was trying to decide where to move, whether it was going to be from Michigan to Dallas or out here to California, I really believed that it would be better for them to move here. There's lots of decisions that my dad's made where it's really honestly not within my control. All I can do is create the conditions, like finding the perfect unit by cultivating the relationship that I have with Nancy to, to secure that unit, to all the little decisions that my da- dad is responsible for making along the way where he can change his mind at the drop of a hat. His thought process is not available to me, (laughs) okay? I'm not sure he necessarily even knows what his thought process was or is. But by practicing detachment, by focusing on what I can control, by being patient and letting things unfold, that's how... I'm able to actually look at the whole situation and really enjoy it. I really do enjoy having my parents nearby. And while they're in Dallas right now, I'm really looking forward to them moving back. I mean, they're, when they're here, there's other things that I need to take care of as a result. So I have a lot more time right now than when they're around, but the opportunity to really get to spend time with both of them, I'm really looking forward to. And so I just, I wanted to share those with you because I think it's not just about my parents moving from Michigan to here, right? I share these lessons with you because I think if you look at anything important in your life, these eight things probably apply to your life too. All right. So I'm going to wrap things up today with a quote by E.E. Cummings. It takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, By all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com. And sign up for my free mini course, How to Lose Weight for the Last Time. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens.